0: Hello, and welcome to They Did What Now? I'm Joella Shearer.
1: And I'm Sidra Eskins. And on They Did What Now? we give the latest news on the biggest companies and discuss the entrepreneurs who started them.
0: This week, we listened to How I Built This with Guy Raz, where we learned about the founder of Tom's Shoes, Blake Mykoski. By age 30, Blake had already started and sold four businesses, when he got the idea of a one-for-one business model while on a trip in Argentina. He was inspired by a shoe drive for kids in need, and decided to start a shoe company to help contribute to that movement. I'm assuming that this business was Tom's, so can you tell us how this idea became a household name? Well, shortly after Blake came back from Argentina, he was going around to different boutiques trying to get stores to sell his shoes. A reporter who worked for the LA Times was in one of these stores and interviewed him. This led to a huge boom in Tom's sales, and interviews with Vogue and CNN also helped him create interest in his company. What has made Tom so successful is Blake's enthusiasm and determination to help people around the world. When he received feedback that providing jobs would be better than providing aid, he worked to create jobs in the countries where he donated shoes. Now, 40% of the shoes that he donates are produced in those same countries. Mykowski has also made sure that Tom's is focused on the help it provides, not on the revenue that it generates. Tom's is a movement, not a business. And this mindset has led to a great outcome. Since it was created in 2006, Tom's has donated over 70 million shoes in 70 countries around the world. Those are some huge numbers. How is TOMS expected to improve its current business in both the near and distant future? In the past few years, TOMS has expanded its one-for-one model to eyewear, clean water, and safe birthing. When you buy glasses from TOMS, they provide prescription glasses, medical treatment, and or sight saving surgery to those who need it. When you buy coffee from TOMS Roasting Company, a week's worth of safe water is given to communities in need. The purchase of tom's bags provides training for birth attendants and a birth kit for women who are expecting overall blake mycoskie is working hard to have tom's make the world a better place speaking of making the world a better place i hear twitter is changing their ad policy you heard correctly recently i was listening to a
1: very interesting podcast from pivot called twitter will stop running political ads your move facebook where hosts Kara Swisher and Scott Galloway talk about Twitter's recent change in political ads on their platform. Starting November 22nd, political ads on Twitter are prepped to disappear completely, following the recent Facebook scandal concerning how the social media platform has been used by Russian hackers to influence American citizens' political
0: views. Wow, that's a big change. What prompted this, and how are Twitter's competitors reacting? Well, the change is, for the most part, long overdue in the eyes
1: of the public. The push for less political influence on social media platforms has been something that people have been pushing for for a very long time. Apparently, Joe Biden's presidential campaign even wrote letters to both Twitter and Facebook asking for a decrease in political advertisements on their platforms. Though whether or not these letters influenced Twitter's ultimate decision is unclear. Also, Swisher and Galloway discussed this so-called evil train that is associated with big tech companies like Google or Twitter and how the CEOs of both those companies wanted to separate themselves from that harmful stereotype. As for Twitter's competitors, well, they seem to be conflicted. The biggest competitor that comes to mind is Facebook, especially considering the recent scandal and how Zuckerberg's response has been less than favorable. In fact, Facebook's chief operating officer Sheryl Sandberg has said that, We believe in free expression, we believe in political speech, and ads can be an important part of that. Now, I don't claim to know all the inner workings of Facebook, but taking this quote and the current state of Zuckerberg's political views into account, I'd say that Facebook isn't about to jump off that
0: evil train. Sounds like it. And do you think this decision will affect the revenue of Twitter and Facebook or their customer loyalty? That's an interesting question. I do think that political
1: decisions from any big company will always cause some tension between that business and its consumers, whether or not that decision is a good one. Because of the upcoming election, I'd say that Twitter's customer base will generally support their decision to eliminate political ads, while Facebook's may pull away from that platform for the time being. Of course, with such big companies, there's not going to be a huge, or even noticeable change, but the perceived values of both those companies may take a slight dip anyway.
0: This is all very intriguing. I never would have guessed all of the decision-making that goes into showing ads on social media. Overall, I suppose that Twitter knows what it is doing, and that by removing political ads from their platform, they'll become neutral in this upcoming election, and also remove any suspicion, should there be claims of tampering in the next election. Yeah, I think that the Pivot podcast
1: really revealed the tense relationship between social media and politics that I've never thought about before. And from yours, I'm simply blown away by how much change Tom's has brought to the world, where before I thought of it as nothing more than a shoe company.
0: That's all we have for today. I
1: hope you enjoyed this week's episode of They Did What Now? I'm Joella Shear. And I'm Sidra Eskins. And thank you for listening in on They Did What Now?